speaking to the macho man Randy Savage, you are about to help a garbage, yeah. Careful you don't hurt your neck again going through those ropes. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Welcome back. Season 2, episode number 40. I am half of your team, Chris Rucker, with my host, co-host, Marty Vasquez. And we got another co-host, Whiskey. Because we both had a little bit. And so if we're slurring or offending you, then get the fuck over it. First of all, I had no whiskey yet. That oh. might come later in the show. I'm so. I'm beers deep. I went to the brewery after I may have left work a little early. Oh my boss ain't listening. I fucking left work early today. Uh went to the brewery. Now I'm have like three beers deep right now. My WrestleMania mug, because I'm ready to fucking get going. Um no whiskey yet though, but a lot of beer. And the beer at the brewery were all seven point oh and higher. I'm ready. Well we here at Boot to the Face would love to welcome you back to the best wrestling podcast that nobody's heard of. I will touch on the hiatus a little bit, but I'm not going to get too deep into it because I don't want to make it seem like I'm taking advantage of what happened to my family for like downloads and shit like that. So hey, I would just hey, say before you go, I'm sorry, man. I like I know it took a hiatus because I lost the beard. Um, I know, I know it's a lot to handle, but, uh, it's coming back. It's still there. Um, I'm just kidding. Marty's no longer a bearded master. He's a scruff master. I'm still a fucking master. Just not as bearded as before. He's a scruff master now. That little, that's, Hmm. you're ball chinian now. You know, (laughs) but no, no, on a serious note. We had some uh, some family medical stuff going on with my son. It was really serious and had to take a little time off. So for the people that are back and that stuck with us, everybody that words of encouragement or bought the team tray shirts, I appreciate it. I can't get back to everybody, um, but just know that if you've supported us in any kind of way, verbally, monetarily, anything, we really appreciate it. So that's that's pretty much all I'll say about that, and we will get into some some boot to the face talk. So Marty, you know, before we go further, <clears throat> one blessing to see you, brother. I, I'm glad you guys are where you're at right now, from where you guys were a month and a half Thank ago. Uh, we've all I know that everyone is listening. You know, they've been around with stuck with us for the last year. Um, they know what's going on. They've been tuning in. They've been sending support out. So we won. Yes. You know, I'm not there. It's obviously your family is dealing with this, but appreciate everyone that, that supported you throughout the way. Uh, we are a family, whether it's you and I, Boots to the Face, um, you guys, the Ruckers, or the fucking wrestling community. Everyone sticks together. Everyone that's appreciated. You know, from my, from me being as far as away, not even being you know, associated with it, I do appreciate everyone that supported you guys. Um, thank you. And for coming back and continuously with us as a show. Appreciate that also. Um, but hey, man, before we go any further, I got to congratulate you. Most people don't know this. We've been we've been in communication and I'm gonna say acquaintances about three years now. Yeah, uh, yeah. we came together because of a radio show on Sirius XM. We started talking wrestling. Uh, we started a group page. 
brought you in on that. And then we started talking about fucking podcasting. <clears throat> this conversation started about 13 months ago and said, we need to do this shit. Let's do it. Let's get real talk. Let's fucking see what we're going to do. And I don't know if you realize this, but a year ago yesterday, I saw we, it. Watched, we watched our first show together at Center Stage, fucking Ring of Honor tapings, which, let's be honest, were some fucking good tape, with the exception of the fucking heating in that place. Or the oh AC my not working. And that, everybody that was... and everybody shitting on my boy. Uh, what's the referee's name? Oh, <laughs> God damn, I'm missing his name now. Fuck, what's his name? I oh man, fuck. Reese, he's Todd, the old he's, Todd. Todd, uh, fucking Todd. Todd, fucking Todd. Everybody shitting on Todd. Me having to take up for him. I was the only one in that whole building of 600 people that was on Todd's team, and I was ready to fight for Todd. Todd's the man. Fuck y'all. We came together. Uh, just over a year ago, and said, "You know what? Well, let's do this. Let's start the show up. Let's give something, you know, conversation that people can listen to and talk about." Um, I was already doing another show. You were you were doing Chris Rucker's show. So we came together. We were going to do a show a year ago in Atlanta, but we never got around to it. Why? Probably because we were too drunk, and then we yeah, just we got drunk in about the it. room. You know, somebody was pitching me all his fucking IPAs because he didn't want to drink them himself. But that's another story we've, we've told multiple times. Uh, but we came together, man. And we, we watched our first live event a year ago. We came about two weeks later to do a show. This is our fucking anniversary, bro. Like, we've been together for a year doing this shit, talking about it, bringing, putting boots to the face in the record books, um, making history here. Um, it's been fantastic, man. Congratulations to you for sticking Cheers, with me. I, I know I ain't the easiest person to deal with, and I know... You know, I ain't the easiest motherfucker to deal with. My schedule hasn't been the most consistent, so I do apologize for that. But I got a fucking goal for this next season. Season 2 starts tonight. This is what we're doing. We're at episode 40. We're going to fucking put out 60 episodes over 60. the next 52 weeks. I don't know how we're going to do it, when we're going to do it, what we're going to do with it. But we're fucking fucking 60 episodes out. We're going to hit 100 episodes before season 2 ends. Because you know what? There's a lot of recap shows. There's a lot of prediction shows. There's a lot of news outlet shows out there with wrestling. But this, this is a motherfucking wrestling conversation show. This is the same shit you talk to your friends about seven days a week, 31 days a month, fucking 12 months a year, every year that passes by. The same conversation you have in your living room, in the backyard, around the grill, or at the fucking bar. This is wrestling conversation. This is wrestling talk. This isn't recap. This isn't prediction. We're here. If you've been here for the last year, we appreciate it. And thank you very much. If you're here next year, fucking buckle up because this shit's about to get fucking real. You know what? Pete's going to love this episode because this is one of those episodes where Marty just fucking takes over. And Pete... Petopolis, you might as well just buckle up, buddy, because I can feel some Ric Flair heat coming. Like, I don't know when it's going to come. <gasps> I don't know how <gasps> it's going to come. What? What? I, you want to know what I said that shit? Fucking Petopolis? And you know what? Hold on. I got some fucking respect for Petopolis right now because, uh, and you know what? This shit's going to go for you. Some shade throwing your ass, fucking posting and attacking me, and some fucking blue and white Randall Cobb number 18 bullshit ass fucking post this week How about the fuck, cowboys you know what fuck the cowboys ran on the cob in my eyes you all know what i hope he does well but i'm fucking pissed off right now one because he took too much money from us he sat on he didn't do shit for us for the years he was here he costed us jordy fucking nelson and now i have another 18 jersey i see in the part in fucking cabinet that can't be used 
because his ass waves belongs to the Cowboys. But either way, I digress. Pete Opolis was at our stockholders meeting, and I say ours because yes, I am a Green Bay Packers stockholders. If you guys want, don't fucking at me because I don't fucking care. Yeah, right. But Pete Opolis, Lambeau Field, fucking Green Bay, Wisconsin, was at the fucking stockholders meeting. Yeah, Pete- him and like five other people because nobody Bullshit. gives a fuck about Green Bay anymore. Bullshit. That fucking stadium was packed That's like a damn mother- lie. I saw those pictures of Pete. That shit like a SmackDown live taping. That shit was like, packed like that, that shit was packed shit, like, a like an ROH house show away from after campus. the elite left. <laughs> Pete, Peteopolis, I fucking love you, man. Represent at the fucking shit looked like Packers New Japan in Dallas this past week. Uh, this motherfucker. <laughs> this shit was packed more than fucking NXT at Center Stage this last shit night. Like WWE stomping grounds a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Wasn't nobody at that fucking shareholders meeting. It'll be packed more than the fucking show this weekend or whatever. <laughs> Are we going to talk about wrestling? Oh, already? no, no, hold on. Uh, before I got on that tangent, I wanted to end that with something for Petopolis. Y'all know where I stand. Have you been here for a year? If not, Ooh. if you're here for the next year, you fucking know where I'm going to stand. But all I got to say, Petopolis representing the Green Bay Packers at the soccer horse meeting, even though you're fucking from Chicago. Woo! And I still know, as bad as that was, still better than Charlotte Flares. I was about to say, damn, Charlotte, you all right? Wow, motherfucker. Here we go. Episode one, season two. Here we go. Fuck, start off like that. Episode 40. Episode one of season two. Man, look, it's too fucking confusing. We're both drunk. We ain't trying to keep up with all that shit. So let's, let's, let's talk <laughs> some New Japan real quick. Um, neither one of us have been keeping up with New Japan. I've been watching Moxley. Every match he has, I watch him because that's my guy, Dean Ambrose, the former. You mean John- the you mean the guy who's quickly becoming the number one asset in the world? Isn't he? Fuck, dude. Like, let's put it this way. Let's like, like, be honest. Like a year ago, it was fucking Seth Rollins. It really was. Rollins was Monday Night Rollins. He was he was basically the face of WWE. Am I right? Eh. Uh, oh, hold on. With Roman being gone, Brock Lesnar not showing up, Balor being on the back hold, AJ being on SmackDown, Rollins was pretty much running the main stage show for the last year, or last year, 2018. Mm. Was there anybody bigger than him in 2018 as far as the Raw brand goes? Brock. Brock wasn't even fucking there. He was bigger. Are you saying Ronda Rousey's the biggest star of the fucking WWE? Ronda was last year, yes, I am. I have no problem saying that. Ronda Rousey was bigger than Rollins last year. Episode yes. 40, and we're already ending. Um, anyway, a lot of people will consider Seth Rollins to be the big star of the year last and year. And those people would be wrong. Okay. Either way. Um, before that, it was very debatable that it was Kenny Omega. Possibly. Wait, 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 wait. Since we're interrupting one another so much, you said his name wrong. His name is Kenny Omega. No. Son. At that point, it was because in 2017, he was in New Japan still. Because now, I didn't like that no more. So, I added the son myself. I, I know. Because I went to New York last year, so I say son after everything. It's got nothing to do with Asian people. Just, <laughs> that's just so, how I talk now, son. Uh, so, I, you know... After a while, Kenny Omega was like the biggest asset in wrestling. 
you yeah. know. And then Seth Rollins was kind of holding the torch for WWE with right. what they were doing, being there all the time, Roman being out, whatever. But to be honest, but now 2019, dude, since everything leading up to the leave, what he's doing since he's gone back, like fucking Moxley's been the fucking name out there, man. Like he is not necessarily the biggest like free agent, but the biggest fucking asset out there. Yep. Moxley's Moxley's gotten huge, man. He he released that video the night of his release and the internet loved him. So he already had street cred. And all you people out there that are going to say that you liked John Moxley back when he was in CZW or whatever and, and fucking just so we're clear, we're talking Moxley from New Japan or from AEW and Independent Wrestling. We're not talking about Mox from fucking Varsity Blues. I know there's always people out there. <laughs> just want to make sure we're not fucking talking about fucking James Vanderbeek here, okay? But yeah, just clear. All of y'all that want to say that you were on his team back then, you're full of shit. For some reason, as a wrestling fan now, we we want to be the ones that were first. Oh yeah, I knew about kind of like a, a rock group. You know, I knew about them when they were playing in my next door neighbor's garage. No the fuck you didn't. Shut up. All right, you like him now. He's cool now. Just accept it. You're a front runner. We all are. We do. We all do it all the time. Except with Becky Lynch, because I like Becky before everybody else did. So fuck y'all. Um, I don't know that. <laughs> day one. But but Moxley, ever since he released that video, man, he caught the he took the internet by storm, and the fact that he's been having really good matches with Joey Janela. This past match with Naito, um, he had a decent match with Juice Robinson. I hear he's been whooping Big Cass's ass all up and down the East Coast. I mean, who uh, is it? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, he's. It's one thing to to make a cool video with good graphics and shit. It's another thing to go out there and get in the ring and do deathmatch type stuff and put your body on the line, which obviously we all appreciate. If you don't believe me, ask all the motherfuckers that are following Superhuman right now that keeps. Jumping off his goddamn porch on the microwaves and shit like that. There's we like that kind of shit. We we like stuff like that. And Moxley's killing it right now. So right now he probably is the worldwide. He's probably the biggest star in the world. Now in America, it's debatable. But worldwide, he's the biggest wrestling star in the world right now. Because he's in Japan kicking ass. I'm looking at the, score, the uh, scoreboard right now. Updated. He's got the most points. He's tied with Okada. Ten each. Uh, Kenna's got eight. Evil's got six. Evil, Ishii, Juice Robinson, all with six. Annie Bushi and Tanahashi. Uh, Lance Archer, Will Ospreay with four. Tagachi with four. Naito with four. Tachi with four. Goto with four. Jeff Cobb with four. Jay White with four. Jay White. Jay fucking White. Dude. Talk like, about how, how fucking fallen the mighty have gone. Like, fucking hey. Wow. I saw that the other day. I'm like, Fuck, dude! Like they just said, "Hey, we gave you your moment. You're, it's gone, bro. It's gone." And that's that's a shame. I I like Jay White. Jay White is well. You know what? I'm gonna tell you right now. You wanna know why they bumped his ass to the bottom like that? The motherfucker needs to shave off that fucking nappy ass fucking beard of his. Because you know what is growing on me? When I first not. saw it, it I didn't ain't even like going it. on him, bro. It ain't even going on him. <laughs> He's got the hillbilly DNA. That shit's growing He's got that fucking neck beard shit growing on him. Hey, Come man, on, bro. He's trying to fit in with the IWC. <laughs> Leave him alone. Look, 
Jay White, man, he's got it all. He can talk. He's got the accent that goes that's worldwide. He's got a good look. Handsome Whoa, motherfucker. What? Yeah, and he can go in the ring. So I think he I think he could be what? a star. Hold on. I'm glad you say that because I feel like you really have never really been on the Jay White fan wagon I was, there. I was and, and like I've been telling you for a year now. Like that dude's yeah. got that shit. Because you know what? A year ago, we started seeing things about Jay White. We started seeing things about Will Ospreay. I know you're not the biggest fan of Will Ospreay. Uh, and we'll get into that later. No, we don't have to. But, fuck, dude, I've been on, like, I was pissed off when they brought fucking Jay White into the club. I really was. Uh, but, dude, the guy is fucking talented. And he definitely doesn't deserve to be at the bottom of the heap. Uh, he definitely needs to be on top and, like, contending with the rest of them. Uh, but, it's yeah. It's early, though. It's early. Saying. That fucking beard's got to go, bro. Like, come on. We can't all be bearded masters, and you're not close to it. You're not even fucking bearded Padawan. Zack Sabre Jr.'s only got two points. He's tied for the last spot with Bad Luck, Fale, and Sonata. Let's, let's be honest. I, I'm so I'm a big fan of ZSJ. I really am. Like, I love the way what the guy brings to the ring. May not be the most personable guy on the mic, but I like what he brings to the ring, okay? I, he really is that middle grade, that, that B-tier level player that he's, he is, put this way, he is the Cesaro of everything outside WWE. Huh. Because Cesaro is a fantastic performer. He is. Personally, I feel he's a guy who deserves a lot more than what he's given. I feel that he's a guy who a couple years ago should have been champion. But he's a, Swiss. He's, he's a Swiss. He's a Swiss. He'll never he get is, over America. And I've gotten shit when I made like comparisons in the past, but he is the modern day Roddy Roddy Piper. Okay? Because Roddy was never champion. Des- I felt Roddy deserved to be champion at one point, but never got it. Cesaro deserved to be champion, but will never get it. Zack Saber is an amazing talent in ring. Does pretty damn good on the mic, but from what everyone else sees around him, he will never be that top tier carry the belt kind of guy. Roddy Piper didn't win the WWE title, but he was NWA champion. What? I know, but I'm talking about WWE, dude. Do you like that? At that, at that, when when put this way, when Roddy was at the peak of his, uh, the pinnacle, it was all about WWE. Okay, I got you. I got what you're saying. I'm picking up what you're putting down. I got you. When he was doing They Live and shit like that, he. He never got the title. He was one of those guys that he was the Carl Malone in the WWE. Never got the title, but was always the man. Um, I can like, see. Oh, I can, are you saying WWE like WCW Carl Malone? Or are you saying like NBA champion Carl Malone? I mean NBA. He's not oh, an NBA champion. That's, he's that's not. What, you want to know why? You want to know why? Because he's the Roddy Piper of fucking NBA. Want to know why? What the fuck you I doing? I'm gonna tell you why. Because of that motherfucker right there. Cause that motherfucker right there, he ain't got no championship. Can I tell you just, something real quick? Listen. I don't know. If, I don't know if you know this about me. If you say, if you, if you say one fucking negative thing right now, I'm about to turn this bitch off. Hold on, chill out. Okay, every for people that can't see because you didn't buy the fucking simulcast uh, live feed of me and Marty right now. Marty just showed me a Michael Jordan collectible watch. I think that was. Was uh, I, you want to? I've had that watch. So I was fucking 12 years old. Just saying. Just saying. So that watch is seven years old. Uh, <laughs> but Marty just showed me a Michael Jordan collectible. 
I grew up, my uh, my cousin who just died recently, that he was basically like my big brother. Him and all my family loved the Bulls when I grew up, when I lived in Kansas City, Missouri. Loved the Bulls. Everything was Bulls. Bulls, Bulls, Bulls. You know who I hated? The fucking Bulls. I was so sick of hearing about Michael Jordan. So I became a Knicks fan because John Starks, first off, was light-skinned, just like I am. And he was the first dude I ever saw tell Michael Jordan, you know what? Go fuck yourself. Like, fuck you, buddy. You're not just going to come through the lane without getting tackled? Like, take this clothesline. How you like that shit, 23? So they I, said, I bye. Yeah, so I became a Knicks fan. Now, the Knicks never beat the Bulls with Michael Jordan. They beat him the year after. And I don't know, it was about five or six months ago. I think I tweeted something like, how is Michael Jordan still getting all this money for these fucking shoes when he ain't played basketball in like 15 years? You know, I got like five pair of Jordans now. <laughs> like, I gotta, so- the day after that tweet, I went to the shoe store. <laughs> And I found a pair of Jordans that I liked the day after I talked shit about them. And I've bought like four or five cents. I even got my wife some. She's got like some pink and black Jordan ones now. So I people don't know about me, but I will say this. I used to be a pretty big fucking sneakerhead. Like when I was younger, I ran, I had my own business. And when I was in high school, I ran, you know, livestock business. I ran a feed store. I fucking every two weeks I'd go buy a brand new pair of Jordans. Didn't care what they were. Didn't care what they looked like. I go to this fucking the Foot Locker because I'm 30 miles away. That's the only shoe store we had, and I'd buy whatever pair of Jordans that were there that I didn't have already. And I judge whatever. I don't give a fuck. But I may have like 25 pairs of sneak or shoes right now in my house, and like seven of them are boots. Same brand, all Ariat. Not gonna throw that out there right now. This isn't a sponsorship. Mark is um, the only person in New York City doing WrestleMania wearing fucking cowboy boots. I can vouch for. Damn right, crocodile Dundee ain't got shit on me. <laughs> <laughs> then I have a couple skate shoes. I have a couple of this sandals and shit. But for the most part, I have a couple of Converse. I have Chucks. I have Vans. But I have like twenty-five pairs of shoes. Seven of them are sneak are, are Ariat boots. Like, five of them are other things, and the rest of them are all fucking Jordans. I've always been that way, and I threw away a shit ton when I moved the last time a year ago. But when it comes to sneakers, there's only one brand to buy. There's only one reason why, and that's the number. That's the man, MJ23. I tell you, I've never been in the sneakers and shit like that, but the last, like, probably six months... I was always just give me a black pair of tennis shoes and I'm good. Like give me some black Nikes or black Adidas, like whatever. They go with everything. As long as they're comfortable, I'm fine. And then I bought a pair of like gold, black and white six you know, you saw them when we were in New York, all right? I bought those. And then I, I also ended up- saw I also saw all the videos over the last like month of all the different Jordans that were showed up at your doorstep to say. Yeah. Just like you know, you buy them and then you buy more, and then it's like a they're like a gateway drug. <laughs> Damn right. But anyhow, getting back to the G one, you know, we Marty said earlier this is like bar talk, and that that was the perfect fucking description for what this is. This is just two guys basically sitting at the bar drinking, talking about wrestling, and having ADD like a motherfucker. Cause literally, <laughs> cause. But getting back to the G one. I'm I'm looking at the leaderboard right now. Okada and Moxley are tied at the top. Now, the G1, you win it, 
it's basically like winning the Royal Rumble. Am I right? You get it to is. you, you get, get to go the, to you get a main event at Wrestle Kingdom right. come January. Now Okada's the champion. He is, which is amazing. The fact that he's even in the fucking tournament in the first place. Okay, that's where like, I'm going. That's where I'm going with this. All right, so I, I'm not so, a New Japan guy, so I so I don't know how this goes. So this may be a dumb question, but when Okada wrestles in the G1, is he defending the title also? No. Okay. So, so here, here, also go with that too. Two of the top four guys. So hold on. There's the top four guys. All right, you got Okada, Moxley. Um, you got Kenta, who, if you don't know, New Japan is um, Atomi. Ishii uh, Atomi. Yeah. And then you got tomorrow Ishii. Two. So you take away the champion, who I don't even know fucking why he's even in the tournament in the first place, because the last three years, Omega, the the, the so last year Omega was a champion, wasn't in the card, right? The year before that, Okada was a champion, wasn't in the tournament. But why is fucking Okada in the tournament this year? Like, if he fucking wins a tournament, is it going to be like, oh, hey, here we go. Because last year, the, oh, wait, you know, no, no. Okay, Okada was in a tournament last year, but not, not as a champion because Omega, because um, Jay White beat Okada in the tournament last year. That was set up New World King, Wrestle Kingdom. Um, but two, take away Okada because he's a champion, which shouldn't be in there. Top three, Moxie, Kenta, and Ishii. Two of those guys WWE. four months ago were fucking WWE guys. Mm-hmm. Like, oh fuck, man. Just Juice saying. Robinson's tied with Ishii also, and he's a NXT guy. He is. But yeah, uh, but, but, but but Robinson hasn't been in WWE in like two and a half years. True, true. I get you there. All right, so here's my question. Okada wins. All right, G1. He calls out who he wants to fight. Then he calls out the AEW champion. So you're saying Okada versus Jericho in Wrestle Kingdom 13 or 14? Or Hangman. Wrestle Kingdom 14 is going to be Okada versus Jericho? Sure. Champion versus champion. No titles on the line. Just fucking Okada, me versus you. Hold on. So here's here's why I say that. Jericho has had two Wrestle Kingdom matches, correct? He had, he had Wrestle Kingdom 12, which was against Okada. Omega versus Okada, which was a fucking... I know you don't care for it, but it was a fucking amazing match. And for okay. me... One of my favorite matches. I personally think he was better than Okada Omega. That's just what I feel about. And not because Jericho is like in my top three. That's just not why. It's You're because that Jericho legit- Omega. Yes. Okay. Yeah, Jericho Omega. And then Jericho versus Naito, which was another fucking fantastic match. That one was so, better to me than uh, and I'm not gonna and, I'm not gonna disagree with that yeah. not one bit. So over the last four or five years, who would you say was the three biggest names of New Japan? Oh, that's uh, Omega, Okada, and if you're talking about right now, Moxley's pretty damn big, but mm, but Moxley's but, not but necessarily he's the- new, so I won't throw him in there. Okay. So you got Omega, you got Okada, and you got Naito. Okay, so who's fought two of those three guys? Jericho. And who would be the perfect person to fight the third person in that Wrestle Kingdom? Sounds fantastic to me. It so would make they, me pay my money for Wrestle Kingdom. They already get my money, so hey, fucking do it. So that that was my question, was if Okada wins, what the hell happens? He calls the next winner out, which I, New Japan are all out. And we'll get to this in a month from now, but all out. I don't care what anyone I love Hangman Page, but with what he's done and who he is and what he brings to the organization, 
fucking Jericho wins that AEW championship. I don't think Hangman's ready yet, myself. He's not. Um, I don't think he's. That's a story for another day. Let me ask you, because again, I'm not a New Japan connoisseur. I've never watched the G1. I just see who wins at the end. So if Moxley and Okada come down to the last round and they got the same amount of points, they would wrestle each other and the winner would be the winner to G1? Correct. Okay. So Moxley beats Okada. Now he wins a shot at Okada at Wrestle Kingdom? Correct. That just sounds stupid to me. Um, that's why I don't think the champion should be. I'm not saying it sounds stupid to see them wrestle twice. I don't think the champion should be in it. And if the champion's in it, I don't think he should make it to the end it's, of it. But if he can't make like, it to the, the end of it, it's the same exact story as it's no different than the fucking champion being in the Royal Rumble match. It shouldn't be that way. Unless you're defending the championship at the Royal Rumble, which is fucking stupid as is in the first place, Roman Reigns, Triple H. Uh, it shouldn't happen, and Okada should even be in this tournament. Right. So that that was my question, but as of now, you got Okada and Moxley tied at the top of the leaderboard at ten points Which, each. So, can you imagine if if Moxley wins G One Climax, and come January we're talking Wrestling Kingdom fourteen, Moxley versus Okada for the I or NJWP Championship, IWGP Heavyweight Championship, and that means that. Two of the last three years, the biggest match on the card was a WWE guy fighting the New Japan guy for the IWGP Championship. When WWE is the biggest organization in the world. I'm just saying. It's they got fucking, the biggest stars. It writes itself. Whether New people Japan want to admit that shit or not. Knows what they're doing by yeah. bringing these stars over. New Japan's not stupid. They've been Fuck around no, for not. fucking 100 years. Fuck That's yeah, why. That's why fucking Scott Norton's the world champion because he's he came over there. He was an American guy that could whoop ass. That's why Brock Lesnar left WWE and went Brock Lesnar beat world fucking Brock, Brock Lesnar beat fucking Nakamura for the championship. I'm just saying. Did he really? I yeah. didn't realize Nakamura was that old. But yeah, Nakamura, Nakamura does look old as shit. Not, so when Brock Lesnar was champion, Nakamura was making his jump from the junior heavyweight to the the, the IWGP anyway. Oh wow, I might have to go look at that I, I'd like to see them two wrestle each other Was Nakamura as fucking goofy as he is now? No, because the fucking WWE characterizes them in the cartoons Alright, so that's that's the New Japan talk uh, You think Moxley, they'll give Moxley the title? Even though yes. he's with AEW? Yes So you think New Japan and AEW are still working together? Because from what I understand They got beef about the whole Moxley Moxley thing, like AEW is not happy about him being on there. The only reason why I say if Moxley wins it, and it could go cold toy swerve, where we still got some time left, so Kenta could end up edging out Moxley for the title. And to go with that, Kenta versus Okada would be a fantastic match. Um, but uh, Mox, if we come to Okada, Wrestle Kingdom 14 and we got Okada versus Moxley, if Okada wins. That means we're going to be pushing on to a second year of Okada as champion. His last reign was like fucking two years alone at that point also. Like, I get... So, New Japan knows where to do it. They know who the champions are. But having a, a superstar have two back-to-back, like, 18-month-plus reigns... Man, that gets old, man. That's like fucking Brock Lesnar holding the Universal Championship for three years... And nobody fucking caring. Stupid. All right. 
I, and and to go, I'm I am an Okada fan. I love Okada, but I don't want to see him having the belt for that long of a period of time. You want to know you know something funny? In our post pre-show production meeting, we talked about New Japan, and neither one of us were like, "Well, I don't really feel comfortable about it because I hadn't been watching." Talking about New Japan for thirty fucking minutes. All right, enough of New Japan. <laughs> I know it's the G1 and all I, that. You know what? This is fucking Sunday night. We're releasing this Monday morning. We're going to give you guys a show to listen to for the rest of the fucking week. A first episode of the next season. We've been gone for a month and a half. This is going to be a long-ass show. I don't care what it was said. This is going to be a long-ass show. We've got what, content coming. You know what's going to be good is the fact that we're recording uh, Sundays now. And so... Everybody's going to be doing everybody. Most wrestling podcasts record on Wednesday and then they release on Thursday, like 90% of them. Some of them do it Thursday night and release on Friday. That's what we did the last like 10 episodes. Smackdown Live is going to Fridays now. AEW is on Wednesday. So we will have the freshest content unless everybody copies us because right now we're the first motherfuckers doing it. So if you move to Sunday, you're a swag jacker and you can suck my dick. That's pretty much how I look at it. Um, so what's going to be cool is the fact that we can talk about what happened Friday night on SmackDown and we can preview Monday because usually Raw announces a couple matches like right now, Becky Lynch versus Alexa Bliss, Seth Rollins versus, uh, who the fuck is he fighting? Hold on. Let me go to my handy dandy fucking iPad over here. Seth Rollins is facing. There's a Samoan Samoan summit, whatever the fuck that means. Between uh, Joe and Roman Reigns. And then Rollins is facing Ziggler. So in the future, we'll be able to predict what we think is going to happen on Raw. Cover what we got wrong and what we got right the week before. And then talk about what happened on SmackDown Live and AEW. So I think we're right here in the sweet spot doing this shit on Sunday nights, bro. I agree. And just got a question for you. With the new new format we're working on, are we going to be able to eventually have live calls again? Yes. Yes. Done. Yes. Done. I'm thinking we could do maybe like a random Wednesday night, maybe like the first AEW show. We do a reaction show to it. I don't know if that works on your schedule. We're we're spitballing right now like dumbasses on the air that nobody really gives a hey, fuck about. You know what? When you're at the fucking bar throwing down beers, you don't fucking know what's gonna come out. You just fucking do it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we'll be able to take calls again, which I I love taking calls. I don't know how people feel about listening to it, but to me, it's fun. Motherfuckers that actually listen to your show calling in and talking to you about it, I like it. And, that and shit, just so. to throw that out there, we're gonna, we, we're gonna accept all calls and take all calls, but this time around, I fucking have a call limit on that shit, man. Time limit. Just saying. Why are you gonna call Joe out like that? Wow. <laughs> you know what? That's a beef with fucking Joe right now. <laughs> Motherfucker wants to talk shit about my hairline. Uh oh. Not the hairline. Bring that shit up one more time. Speaking of old have- people, how would you like the raw reunion? Man, you can call me fucking Transition Jackson. You see how I did that shit? What? Fuck. You know what? I'm gonna. There was something about, about the reunion that I didn't care for, but there was some shit. Kelly, Kelly. Um. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin, um, Tori motherfucking Wilson, Kenzie uh, Michelle, Dennis Michelle, uh, 
<laughs> you know what? I fucking love the reunion. I know people shit on the reunion shows and they bring old people back, but you know Those what? Those people are fucking dummies. Fucking give me that shit. You want to know what brings me to movie theaters? Yeah, I've gone to see 22 different Marvel movies because I know what I'm going to get out of that shit. You know what? If they bring out another Matrix movie like they're talking about, guess who's going to be first in fucking line for that? Me. They're talking about another Rocky movie? Guess who's going to be there to watch that shit? Me. You want to know what they talk about when they bring out a new fucking DC movie? Or a new fucking Vertigo movie? That ain't going to be me there. Just saying. This is Batman. But other than that, like, hey. About the Green right. Arrow. It ain't Stephen Amell, so what do I care? How do you know? Because Stephen Amell is done with the character. Stephen Amell's not the person in the Green Arrow, though. It's all about Felicity Smoke. Everybody knows that. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I don't even remember what the fuck we were talking about. I don't remember. Raw Reunion. That's what we're talking about. How did you like it? Uh, can I get you my oh, biggest takeaway? You know away? what? There was two things I was fucking pissed off about. Okay. How the fuck do we get Stone Cold Steve Austin to come out to the show and not get a single fucking Stone Cold Steve Stunner? Like, what? What? Yeah, that's, what that's what everybody was saying. What? Like, fucking annoying. first of all, I love the fact he interrupted Hulk Hogan because at WrestleMania, Seth Rollins interrupted Hulk Hogan and it was fucking perfect. But Seth, if Stone Cold Steve Austin were to interrupt Hulk Hogan, come out and say, fuck you. Stone did, you see, ass, did you see the Booker T? Did you see the Booker T picture? <laughs> I, did. <laughs> I look my favorite caption there was a bunch of captions in that one but my favorite one is said when you finally see the nigga you coming for <laughs> I fucking love that I hate Hulk Hogan so much okay you know all right we talked about earlier how we run a different wrestling page and there was actually a guy on there to say you know fuck Hulk Hogan my boy EJ Reed I was like, you, know, you better give EJ Reed some fucking comment, right? right and there was a guy that's like oh my god I guess you've never made a mistake in your life before and it's not that big a deal let me Dave Chappelle said it best as a guy that said nigga a whole lot in his life I can tell when a motherfucker says nigga a lot and Hulk Hogan says nigga a whole lot. Hulk Hogan, oh, that know, shit flowed I'm, off. I'm not, even, I'm not even black, but I'm like, he didn't fucking drop the GA. He didn't motherfucking drop the GER. Let's just yeah. be real here. That motherfucker he went that full blown. Flow. He said that shit just as good as he would say, what you gonna do? Like, that was some shit that was in his normal vernacular. And then there's, there's plenty of videos and recordings of him saying it elsewhere. And then when the man comes out, and I said I wasn't going to talk about Hogan anymore, and here I am fucking doing it. When motherfucker comes out and says, yes, I'm racist, and then starts talking bad about black people like that, I don't need you getting mad at me because I don't accept his little bullshit apology. I'll never meet the guy. He'll never meet me. Who gives a fuck? But as far as I'm concerned, fuck Hulk Hogan. And if you got a problem with that, just because that motherfucker can run against the ropes and drop a goddamn leg down, then maybe something's wrong with you and not me. That's where I stand on that. Back to our regular schedule program. And fuck Hulk Hogan. I don't I even mean, know what the fuck we were I, talking about. Stone Cold looked like he'd go another round. Dude, and so, you know, in our pre-production talk, we, we were like, what are we talking about? And I sent you my list of shit to talk about. And I actually erased this. But then you sent me your list. And I'm like, oh, fuck, he's on the same page as me. That's why this is the fucking greatest fucking wrestling show talking about everywhere. Because we talk about the same kind of shit. Um, you mentioned it. I was thinking it. 
fucking so cozy, Boston. And, you know, a couple months ago, they were talking about him being on it, like, quitting beer and, like, working out. And we've seen the workouts over the last couple weeks. And he was talking about the other day how, like, he's finally doing some, like, leg lifts and shit like that ever since his last surgery from, like, 2014 and shit. But that motherfucker looks like he can fucking go again. Somebody's in good shape. I mean, dude, there's a picture. I don't know if you saw the picture with him and Hogan. Yeah. And Where he's 20, got veins. He's looking 24 inch pythons and got shit on that motherfucker Anaconda. I'm just saying, Hoka, Stone Cold Steve Leonard could have kicked his ass and thundered his him right there and said, Don't me fucking three cases of beer and I'll go again tomorrow morning. And uh, let's be honest, his last couple of WrestleMania appearances, Austin's looked out of shape. Like he's come out there with a beer gut like a motherfucker. Well, but this past uh, Monday. Was it? WrestleMania 32. Was that what? 32 was the one when they were in Texas, right? Yeah, with him. And that's that's the one with him, Austin, and The Rock, or him, Rock, no, and no, Hogan. No, no, no. That right? was uh, that was Austin Foley and Shawn Michaels came out there fighting uh, the League of Nations, and then the one at WrestleMania 30 was New Orleans 30, with Austin, Rock, and Hogan. So both Even 30 then, and 32. Yeah. When Ho when 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 Austin came out, he looked the worst out of all three of those guys. Right. Both, well, obviously, he's always going to look at the worst when he's compared to The Rock. Just throwing it out there now. Um, Hogan, for Is some there reason, any more fucking weight for The Rock to lift? Like, motherfucker, we, we get it. You're strong as shit. Like, I don't need any more Instagram videos, Rock. We understand. <laughs> you know what? I'm with every weight in the world, <laughs> sir. Okay? I'm... We don't need to see that shit anymore. I'm waiting, for that, I'm waiting for that son of a bitch to fucking lift up his plate of pancakes versus his plate of cookie chip or oh chocolate chip God. cookies. Like that motherfucker lifts so damn much. It's open up my Instagram page and see his video, and I pull a fucking hamstring, and I'm just laying in the bed. It's like, dude, we get it. You won. You got no fat, and he does his little cheat day things. You're a fucking liar, Rock. You don't <laughs> eat all that shit. I couldn't even eat that shit for a fucking month and come out looking that. Fuck that. Yeah, I got 17 ounces of portobello mushrooms and steak and and all this other horse shit. I got four supreme extra large pizzas. And I'm going to finish that with three plates of chocolate chip cookies and four gallons of milk. And then he's up at four o'clock in the morning in the gym. Like, you're a fucking liar, Rock. Even though you're my second favorite wrestler of all time. So if you ever want to come on Boots in the Face, second, I'm your guy. Second, I'm pretty sure we got video of saying he's your first favorite. Me? Yeah. Nah. No, 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 no. I know this for a fact because when we – hold on. Hold on. I got the fucking list. I will pull that shit up right now actually okay, because when we did our list, my number one, Stone Cold Steve Austin. My number two is fucking The Rock. And somebody's number one. That was not your favorite wrestler of all time. That was who you thought the best wrestler of all time. No. Top 10 favorite male wrestlers. And my number one wrestler, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Number two, The Rock. Somebody's number two, who he sweats more than a motherfucker in a gym, was the Stinger. Was followed up by his number one, and you can go back to our November, I want to say November 11th, November 18th episode, it's around then. Number one favorite wrestler of all time, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I think, I think you have it misconstrued as the the qualifications of what that. Read that bitch. Uh, read that bitch real quick. I ain't read, read it for shit. me. 
Read it for me. I can't see nothing but the bottom. Like all I see is the bottom okay. ten. What's that say? What's that say? Boot to the face. Top, top 10, ten. Favorite wrestlers. Favorite male wrestlers. Okay, you did it wrong though, because that's not oh, what you're talking shit. about. No, because when we came to females, it was a top ten active rest female wrestlers. Okay, so so one of us was confused on what the criteria was. Nah, the because I would never put the rock because over you're the asked the one that made the criteria no. for this conversation. So you got it wrong. You didn't listen because I would never put the rock over the stinger. Never. It did. Ever. It did come November. No, that. Mm-hmm. Fuck uh-huh. you. <laughs> How about that? Go fuck yourself. I ain't get. I ain't gave out one of those in a long time. Go fuck yourself. It's been too long. My God, I love this. Um, what were we talking about? You keep fucking dig. You know what? Drunk Marty is a fucking progress stopper. You're like, <laughs> you like what the NFL hates. Drunk Marty is a progress stopper. The show has no flow, and I fucking love it. I can't wait to listen to it tomorrow. All right, let's. I would never pick The Rock over Sting. Well, you that's did. that's. Now, if we're talking, what I think was an influential thing on the business, I would edge The Rock out. But as far as favorites, Sting's my all-time favorite. I've told the story a million times. I was giving you know up what? on wrestling until I came in the sure, house. I'm pretty sure come WrestleMania weekend, when it came, like, who are we gonna meet? Like, what what meet are we gonna do? You're like, uh, I guess I'll go do Stinger since he's here, and maybe I'll get him sign my belt. And then, like, you went up there. Had no face paint on. You're like, eh. yeah. I was pretty the face, the picture didn't look very happy. I'm like, ah, oh, it's like, it's as if I were to go fucking meet like Christian and his lineup. I'm like, hey, here's a picture. Oh, okay. Wait, you just compare Christian to Sting? No, I apologize. I don't know what I was doing. I there. mean, you know, <laughs> sometimes you're very hurtful in stuff that you say because <laughs> that was uncalled for. Like. <laughs> You know what, Joe? If you're listening, you know, I, I got your back, Joe. Fuck Marty. Wow. <laughs> Damn. I wish y'all could have saw Marty's face when I said that. Um, all right, let's get to the shit that we actually got on our list. So Austin looks like he can go again. Um, I, I feel that my question was, do you think we're going to get something out of Austin within the next six months to a year? I don't think so. No, Austin. I listen to his podcast. Do you think he's only getting man. in shape because of his TV show? I listen to his podcast, and Austin seems happy as shit, like doing what he's doing. I know, now. but like him, like cutting back on the beer and getting training and sit. Like, I get the band's like fifty-two years old. Maybe he just he wants to be in good shape. Yeah, but like, do you think he's just getting in shape for his new TV show, or do you like? Yeah, I mean, he's still he's still in show business. He still does TV. He still tries to do movies. Like, yeah, he but can't... now he's got his new T like talk show coming out. But he was more active on his fucking Broken Skull Ranch challenge show. I tell you what. I've seen uh, previews of the new show coming out. He it's, looks better on that show than he did the last couple seasons of Broken Skull Challenge. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's a reason. There has to be a reason for that. Yeah, maybe that's why it got canceled. Because they were like, hey, we can't have some fucking old wrestler that's getting fat hosting a fucking uh, obstacle okay. course show. Never mind. I'm not going to go there. I'm just saying, like. It's not like they're giving Bubba Ray Dully a fucking TV show. <laughs> I tell you what, the Broken Skull Challenge is awesome, but we all know it was way better when ECW did it first. <laughs> you fucking had to go there with it. 
Kevin Owens, speaking of Steve Austin, Kevin Owens is using the stunner left and right on Shane McMahon, and it fucking sucks. Uh, <laughs> and not because of Shane, because it fucking sucks. Everybody's blaming Shane. KO's stunner is fucking garbage. KO's the same age as I am. We've all been doing stunners on our little brothers and sisters for fucking 20-something years now. Fuck yeah, he should have perfected that damn move by now. and it. So, he fucking should have perfected do the, that shit before he even jumped in the wrestling business. Yeah, I don't Who know does, if they got different you know stunners what? in Canada. I can tell you right now. If I were to do the rock bottom, the people's elbow... The walls of Jericho, the super kick, fucking choke slam. That shit is going to be fucking perfect. You want to know why? Because I've been doing that shit since I was fucking seven years old. Yep. And KO's motherfucking ass. Every, it's, it's like they're getting worse. <laughs> you know, like he's not improving. They're getting worse. What the hell is that about? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But yeah, they're... It won't be long for KO's getting the Becky Lynch treatment where everybody's loving what he's doing and then they're going to start shitting on him pretty soon. Uh, well, yeah, and they're going to start shitting on him pretty soon because they're not getting heel Kevin Owens. And I get that, but you want to know something? I fucking hated Kev- heel Kevin Owens. I respect it because I think he was fucking fantastic. I think he was the best heel in the game. but I don't, And I don't like face Kevin Owens. I really don't. I don't, I don't it doesn't come off real to me. But anti-hero Kevin Owens? I'm fucking 400% on board for that shit. Uh, I'm, I've never been a KO fan. I'm like hot and cold on him lately. He Every time I start to like him, he'll do something that I won't like. and I don't know. I think this last run has been so inconsistent that I can't get a gauge on how I feel about it. If you know He, he came back as the big O helping out the New Day, and then he turns on Kofi the biggest baby face in wrestling, and now he's a baby face again. And New Day even says it all the time. They're like, we still hate KO, but we hope you know he beats up Shane. Like, how can we forget that he just did something very dastardly like a couple months ago, and now everybody's cheering for him? Yeah. So uh, I think he's just a victim of injuries and stuff like that, that he's so good and so versatile, they have to keep putting him into the slot of when other people go out. So... Let me ask you something. I don't know if you've heard this or not. WWE did a uh, live event special last night called Smackville. It coincided with the WWE Network update, which I love the the look of the new network. I love the fact that you can make favorites and things of that nature. Everybody was saying that they did this because they wanted to make sure that they could go toe-to-toe with AEW. Like if they wanted to at the last minute... They could run an AEW uh, show versus AEW live. I myself think it was just a test of the network because nothing happened. It wasn't anything special. Um, how do you? I don't know if you know about the network update. If you do, how do you feel about it? Uh, there's new tiers to pay. There's a free tier that gets you basically little highlight packages. There's one for four ninety nine. That gets you access to the network. There's the regular $9.99 one that gets you all the pay-per-views and things of that nature. And then there'll be one for $14.99 and gets you a little bit extra stuff uh, with no commercials, which I love. I'm willing to pay an extra $5 to get through all the commercials that they have. Um, how do you feel about the new network settings and Smackville and if they're going to be doing live events televised? So this is going to make me look bad. Um, 
Oh, really? I, I mean, if you don't know about it, I didn't even know there was fucking tears that came out. I must have missed that email. Um, it, I like it, it just recently came out in like the last 24 hours. I like it. I'm not. I'm not opposed to it. I fuck. I mean, I pay the extra fees on Hulu for no commercials. Um, I have no problem paying a couple extra dollars if I'm gonna get no fucking commercials. If it yeah. makes my it makes my viewing shorter, Experience. then fuck it. Sign me up. If it's only gonna be a couple dollars, now if it's gonna be a fucking double the price, then fuck no. But if it's only gonna be a couple dollars. I, you know, I don't really don't care. Like at that point, it's whatever. WDB's gonna make money off their network. I'll make money off their buys. It, that I don't care. I really don't. But I tell you what, <laughs> the actual streaming last night sucked balls. Like awful. I have never. The network's been around since two thousand what fourteen now? Almost five years? A little over five years? Has it been that? Twenty fourteen. It came out twenty fourteen. Damn, it's been five years. Fucking time is. The older you get, man, the fucking faster time flies. I can't believe it's been out for five years. Um, I've only had problems with the network probably once or twice for a live event. Last night was the worst. Uh, it would play. It would rewind. It would pause. And you could still hear the commentary going on. And the video would kind of catch up to what was happening. Like It was awful. I even watched the Big Show documentary afterwards just because it was on in the background. And I couldn't couldn't do anything because it was awful. So I'm hoping that the fact that everybody's complaining about it means WWE's going to fix it. And this was more of a test run. So I'm hoping that's what this is. But as far as the, the actual look of it, I like it. I like the new update. But they got to get that live stream fucking fixed yesterday. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, ROH and NWA have ended their partnership. Who do you think this hurts more, NWA or ROH? ROH. You think and, ROH? And here's the thing, and I, I was kind of going back and forth on this one because obviously NWA needs. They really haven't been the name that it used to be. They've been utilizing other people to really get them to, to where they need to be. They really have. Uh, I mean, the biggest con- the biggest conversation the NWA's had over the last six or over the last year now has been. Nick versus Marty. Nick versus Cody. And that that's because of the Ring of Honor uh, partnership. Um, so I think it does affect NWA. However, with the way that the NWA has been going, the way Ring of Honor has been going, I don't know. I feel like I'm more apt to tune into an NWA show at this moment than I am Ring of Honor. I don't know why. Mm. I just am. And you're a Marty and, guy. And I, I I can't say why. I really don't. I just feel when I hear NWA right now, like I, I makes me want to tune in and see what they're doing. And, and, my, and we've had this conversation in the past where I just feel like ROH is just so inconsistent with their broadcast mm-hmm. that it's hard to tune in on a weekly basis. And NWA, we know where we're getting it. We know what we're getting. And we know how we're going to get it. It just makes it easier to watch. I got to... At a left field question for you. Who's in worse shape right now? ROH or Impact? Ooh. And I know you don't even fuck with Impact that much, and I do. And I can tell you. And I'm going to be honest with you. I feel like I hear more and see more about Impact Mm -hmm. than I do ROH right now. I really do. Unless, like, with the exception of of Matt and, and, um, and Jay right now. 
I really don't know what else is going on with the NW or with Ring of Honor because what Marty's going on with the Villain Enterprise that kind of like ventures out to multiple aspects. That's not just W. That's not just Ring of Honor. Like him and Flip, that that's branching out to other aspects of the and industry. Flip's hurt again, is he not? Yeah, but like Impact, I don't care what I tune into or what I watch or what I look at. I am seeing Impact more now than I was a year ago. And and you know I I watch Impact, um, their weekly show on Pursuit, and I've complained about it the fact that they had one show Marty and I shit you not you you're gonna laugh your ass off if you haven't heard this already, all right, two hour show an hour and forty five minutes into it the main event competitors had just been announced they go to commercial they never come back from commercial they played fifteen more minutes of commercial until the next fucking show came on. Never saw the main event. There's been times on my DVR where I'm set up to record Impact no matter what. Rerun or new show. Like, I've done everything I can on my end. It will break up the two-hour show in the four 30-minute blocks and only record the first 30 minutes. And I'll miss the entire show. They had one week, Marty, where they played the previous week's episode. Like, it's a national show that's on, you know, two million people's cable box, and you played the previous week's fucking show and didn't play this week's show. Um, They're on Twitch, but unless you catch it live on Twitch, you know, unless I'm too old to understand how Twitch works, you can't fucking watch it, which is highly possible, by the way. I could be full of shit right now. But to my understanding, if you don't watch it live on Twitch... You can't catch it because Impact is always live on Twitch. They've always got something playing. So to me, Impact needs a a better TV distributor that's going to take care of them. Because I think right now they have some of the best wrestling on television that's not on television all the time that people aren't seeing. Them and MLW, I think, are two. But MLW at least gets on YouTube and will play their show there. So... I think Impact is actually in better shape than ROH is right now. And a year ago, that's fucking joke. Like, you laugh at me if I tell you that. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I agree with you. I just got a text from Petopolis. That's why I stopped talking. I, I I saw his name pop up. I was like, shit, are we live? Does he hear us talking <laughs> shit about it? But... So yeah, Pete likes the show. I sent him the preview to the show intro that we're going to play today, and he liked it. Perfect. Uh, so that's that's pretty much all we had on the run sheet, Marty. Uh, unless was, you got something. Was it all we had? That was all we had, man. I've been deleting them as we've been talking about them, and even though we spent fucking way too long on New Japan, <laughs> here we are at almost an hour, and Son we talked bitch, about everything. That. We did. Oh, shit. We didn't talk about SummerSlam. No. Well, we didn't, you know, hold on. We didn't talk about KO becoming, like, the new Austin. Yeah, we, we did. We talked about KO being that guy, and like, but we didn't really talk about KO talk being about him not being able to do a stunner correctly. Yeah, but that that's the stunner. We didn't talk about him, like, possibly being utilized as the next Steve Austin. He'll never get a pop like Austin. I mean, Pops like that don't exist anymore. To go back to the reunion show, like, that pop for Austin was amazing. And I don't know if it's one because it was Austin, or two because it was during Hulk Hogan's speech, or three combination of both. 
but it was fucking perfect. Like, Austin coming out there, like, oh, you know what? Back to reunion. One, I was pissed off that we didn't get a single fucking Stone Cold Stunner. But two, you know what? We mentioned him already. He's both in both of our top two. How the fuck all these reunion shows, number 20, year 25, episode 1000s, how the fuck when you're doing a multi-platinum or platform worldwide, you're in LA, you're in America, doing a fucking movie promotion for your movie that's coming out in two fucking weeks with one of the biggest names in the roster, and how are you not, Dwayne, going to do a pop-in on the fucking Raw reunion show? I've already explained this to you. He's lifting weights. He ain't got time for that shit. He's in the fucking gym lifting every fucking weight that they have. He All I time. know, his ass better come out at SummerSlam, fuck over Roman, and set up WrestleMania. I want... Are we fantasy booking? Because I would Here love... I would right. love if The Rock came out to help Roman and Roman turned on him. Oh, oh my god. That would be the shit. Do you imagine what those promos would be for the year next year? And like, you know how fucking backwards... Fun, I, I supported your ass while you were fucking fighting cancer. I brought you into the movie business, and you're going to turn on me? And, bitch, you're gone. This is my company. Or better yet, it took me getting cancer for you motherfuckers to start cheering for me. And now, all of a sudden, y'all got Roman Reigns' Cancer Survivor t-shirts on? Fuck y'all. Oh, oh man. I got one of them shirts. Like, yeah. Oh, and look at you. you. You hypocrite. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Damn, bro. Look. You know I'm a Roman guy. That's not and cool. And you know, you know how backwards the world is. He'll get the biggest pops in the world when he turns heel. He'll oh, be the biggest he baby. He will be face. the biggest name in wrestling. He'll be the biggest baby face in the history of the world when he turns heel. I mean, hell, look at Becky Lynch last year. She tried to turn heel and they wouldn't let her. And now she's a baby face, and now she's a heel, and people are shitting on her all the time. Now all of a sudden she can't wrestle, and they don't like her when she talks. And she's mean on Twitter. Wait a minute. A year ago, y'all loved all that shit. <laughs> you know what? One of the best tweets I saw over the last couple, like last month or so was, was a tweet from fucking Becky. It was like, oh, what? People are feuding on Twitter now? What's this noise? <laughs> I'm like, this bitch. She ain't going to go there with it. Ah, damn. And I, like come, one, like, I think it was, it was either Vince Russo or Cornette tweeted out like, you know, WWE missed an opportunity last night at uh, Stomping Grounds, I think, when Becky and and said defended both belts against Lacey and Baron Corbin. One of them tweeted out like Becky should have screwed Seth last night, and Becky tweeted back said I did. <laughs> like, okay Love then, son of a bitch. So Fuck much Seth for Rollins. that. Yeah. Fuck Seth Rollins. Yeah, she is. Uh, <laughs> with all kind of, we've talked about it before. They got all kind of fucking sledgehammers and big ass tires and like chalk and all kind of shit. CrossFit one hundred and one. It was CrossFit sex in the bedroom. Uh, fuck Fit one hundred and one. There we go. <laughs> SummerSlam. SummerSlam's coming up in two weeks. Me and yourself are going up against the boys at Talkamania. Who? Who? Yeah. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you, before you talk shit to him, before you talk shit to him, can I just say, I appreciate the guys over at Talkamania. Uh, they shout us out a lot on their show, which they get a lot of listens to. Um, they both kept up with what's been going on, you know, 
with me personally lately, sending me all kind of messages and shit. So, Des and J Bomb, Mrs. J Bomb, I appreciate all of it. And now Marty's gonna talk shit about you. No, I'm not gonna because now that you mentioned that, now I gotta bring up some other people too. I, I gotta bring up the Irish Web podcast real quick, man. Like we mentioned, we told the people we're closest to that we were gonna get, take a time out, we're gonna take a hiatus, we we're gonna deal with the personal shit we both got going on, and obviously you got you know life stuff and family stuff that you gotta take care of. That's more important than anything in the world. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but between the Irish Whip, um, who both have. Vote- Josh, JP, like it's just the amount of time they I know that they post everything and recap everything and they they re, they retweet everything that's going on with you and with Trey and uh, you know he he's content, Josh on Facebook, Twitter, whatever it is, always posting stuff. Um, I had to reach out to both, like between the text messages from Josh, the the the, the DMs from from JP, like. They they really wanted us to be around, and I appreciate the fact that they both reached out to to get us to like join in and, and throw in and jump onto some cast with them, and they even reached out to me like obviously you have your thing going, and and they wanted me to you know if I wanted to to do some episodes and get some content out there, they would jump in and join in, and I appreciate that more than they know and more than I can explain, but for me what it comes down to is like. It's you and I, brother. Like it, it, you and me. This is our show. I, I have no problem jumping in and talking to other people on other shows. That's fantastic. But like when it comes to boots to the face, there isn't a boot to the face without without a Chris Rucker show. There isn't a boot to the face without a bearded master. Um, JP, Josh, I appreciate everything you guys did and reaching out to us, trying to get some shows out there. I wish that I would have um, taken advantage of that and joined in on you some shows with you guys. Uh, but personally. I felt that I was in a moment where I needed some time to myself as well. Uh, and it, unfortunately, it just all came into the same point. Um, but it, I feel like it did us both good. I feel like you were there for your family. I had to take care of some stuff personally. Um, but I just, you know, them, the fact that everything they did for us, I thank you. RJ, uh, yep. with, the, with, the, with the Team Trey shirts, if you haven't got one yet, Get one. They're amazing shirts, but everything he did to support you guys and to throw it out there, you know, thank you very much for that. The rest of the community that we're a part of, that we're a network, we've always said this from day one. It's not a show versus show kind of thing. We're all giving different content and different aspects and different point of views. But we, when it comes down to it, there's a reason why we have a follow up Friday. There's a reason why we have a wrestling community and a network that we have. When we talk about our friends, we talk about different shows that we've met across the country for a reason. Everyone's there for one another, and we appreciate everything that all of you from all the different shows, uh, whether it's the shows or the Twitterverse or whatever it may be. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Yep. Appreciate it all. Like you said, RJ, uh, RJ let me know about the the Team Trey shirts, him and What For Apparel, Josiah and Adam Rotella. Uh, JP from Irish Whip actually sent, like, ordered – Trey a bunch of fucking books and shit to read while he was in there from Harry Potter because Trey's into like sci-fi type shit. My boy Trey Hoop. just became my best friend. I think Trey might be my favorite rucker now. Holy well, shit. I, I can tell you that he doesn't like Harry Potter, so you know. Uh my boy Hoop Hoop came in and, and sent like Hoop sent gift cards to Trey and Layla, my daughter, uh, like iTunes and and a gift card. I mean, I you know, we talked about it earlier, man. You can't thank everybody, but everybody has been through all of this shit. Like it's been, it's been incredible to see everybody just 
reach out just to help. And I'm hoping that nobody ever has to go through the type of shit that we've had to go through the past month. I mean, I know that's not possible. Like, it's going to happen. And so I encourage everybody listening. If somebody is going through something, man, just you never know how far a little thing you can do. A call, a text message, you know, donation if they needed. Um, Because these doctor bills are high as a motherfucker, I can tell you that. And I got good insurance. (laughs) So... So it all it all goes to a good place. So if you know if you see somebody in need, man, it it doesn't take anything to be nice. And we had we were overwhelmed with with support and stuff like that from from people we don't even know. Like fucking Cavino and Rich. I don't know if you know about this, Marty. Cavino and Rich group, the Carl Page, like all got together and out of nowhere, like sent me a DM and a PayPal for you know. Helping out with doctor bills and shit like that. So I do because you mentioned it to me, which kind of irritated me because the fact that obviously I'm part of that same group and the same <laughs> the same family, and I not once saw that shit post up there. And I I get my alerts on there, and I may have tuned out from everything. I'm not gonna lie, there was a moment over the last month where I really tuned out of social media in general, and I really haven't even been present on Twitter. Uh, just because I, I've been dealing with some personal stuff, so I just haven't been there. But when you told me about that, I'm like, what the fuck? Like I sat there and like. Why the fuck didn't I see this shit? Like, where did it come from? I even went back to search for it and still didn't fucking find that yeah. shit. And I'm like, fuck, that's why, you know what? Like, people don't realize how big of a network that is for us. And that's what brought us together. And yeah. it's there's some amazing people. I have some of my best friends and contacts are because of that show. Yep, same here. Same here. I just did a, a, a guest spot on... Mike Durbin show from Cavino and Rich. He was producing their YouTube videos and shit like that earlier. So uh, I don't know. I, I'm trying not to bring the mood down, but like I said, I I pre- if I didn't mention you, I apologize. I appreciate everybody that's reached out and 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 did everything for us. So thank you. And uh, yeah, episode forty, season, season two. two, starting out season two, Marty. Um, I don't know if you saw this earlier. We're doing a wrestling podcast, fantasy football league. Uh, I will be representing Boots to the Face, and I would love your input on everything because you haven't been on Twitter. So how the fuck would you know about it? Uh, it was actually my idea. Uh, you got Boots to the Face will be there. You got Smart to Death will be there. You got Ringside Rant with RJ will be there. Doing the Favor will be there. Three Irish Boys will be there. The Meat Boys will be there. Uh, who am I leaving out? If I leave it's, you out, I apologize. It's fucking like, everybody of anybody's on this fucking thing. And this is the first <laughs> I'm hearing of this shit? Fuck. I, you know what? I apologize. I promise to everybody that I will be more active. Um, I will get back into my swing of things. Um, fuck dude it just started today i even invited conrad he hadn't responded to me because he's big time he's one he wants to act like he doesn't know me anymore well, you, know what? Said, you want you want to know how to fix that you know how to fix that make that yeah. comment. make that comment right now <laughs> i'm not even gonna do it i'm not even gonna go Woo. Woo. not even gonna go there i mean you uh, know where number one draft pick is yeah yeah um 17? boom so we we got that happening uh One, football two? season football season's about to start the cowboys are gonna be better than the packers 
Oh, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> what the fuck did you say? And season two starts with the season finale. Why are you looking slim as hell over there, man? I'm 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 looking at you when you just put your arms up in there. You're looking slim. You're looking like Steve Austin. I man, told you. What you been doing? Push ups every morning? What the fuck you been doing? Every <laughs> Gym every night. Gym every night. Um, I don't know, man. Like I told you, I got some shit I've been dealing with. Shave his beard off. You getting in shape? What the hell going on? He trying to get some pussy on that Jericho cruise, huh? Is that what's going on? <laughs> I gotta win some shit right now, bro. I gotta make people <laughs> feel bad. Get on check oh, the motherfuckers. I'm just where's saying. that part of it? I got you. I got you. It's a competition now. I mean, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. We all know how those stages go. Marty, man, it's been fun as usual. This has been Boo to the Face, episode 40, season two. We appreciate you sticking with us throughout the hiatus. We appreciate you sticking with us through this bullshit we've given you today. Like Marty said, it's been two drunk guys at the bar talking wrestling and everything in between. Um, a bearded master, if you got anything, go ahead and give the people what they want. Thank you for all that you do for us. Appreciate the support. If you haven't yet, do not forget we're still out there. ProWrestlingTees.com backslash boot to the face. Get yourself either a whiskey wrestling t-shirt or a boot to the face Wolfpack style T-shirt. Support the show. Let us give you more content of what we want to do this year, season two. We're going to give you more of what you want at a higher level. More of what you want. Season two, boot to the face, episode forty. I have been Chris Rucker with my co-host Marty Vasquez. Boot to the face. Saying peace. Later. Season